Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. There's um there's a film on Netflix. Anyway, there's a film on somewhere, but it's a, about a record store in Toronto. Okay. And one of the things that I do lament is missing that kind of thing where you would have cultural hubs. Right. And I feel like it's not something we really see as much now. Okay. Where there was like a place you would go where the people there were really invested in what they were doing. Right. You know what? The closest is actually like their herbery. It is. In town here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, um, but it's not really a place that you would hang out. No. You know, whereas a record store, you used to chill out in a bit, right? Which is why a lot of them ended up having like a seating area or a listening booth or whatever. Exactly. Tracking down new music today is tough. Right. And then like, so much comes like with that kind of grade nine thing of people trying to find who they are and what they're up to. And yeah. And then, uh, those places become seminal in that, in a, in the search for ourselves. Exactly. Right? And I wonder about that today. Like the, uh, I know there are online spaces. Right. That are similar. But it's still you, you, no human contact. That's, I think, well, a big part of it, though. And a lot of what happens online is really superficial. Right. And also, like, curated. Yeah. And I mean, not that a record store isn't curated, but the conversations that you're having within that space are curated. Right. Because it isn't a quick response. Right. It can be very anonymous. You mm-hmm. never have to run into that person in real life. You're going to say things that you you wouldn't. Right. Not or in that real you, life. And you're not going to consider it the same way. Or you, you might say stuff that you, yeah, that you can't back because what the hell. Yeah. Because yeah. you might as well. Yeah. You know, and I, I do think that there is something to be said for rebuilding yes. some of those cultural spaces. Yes. And having those, those places available. And I mean... I do think they should be businesses. Yeah. Because, you know, we have to find a way to keep these alive. And let's face it, a community center feels different. It does. Yeah. It's right? it's uh, more, um, I don't want to say it's more safe, but it's more, yeah, well, maybe it is like less open to uh, different opinions because yeah. you, it's a community space. That's right. Which would be government funded it, it functions differently it totally does you know, and, and, but it has a purpose totally and yeah. like splintered craft right what you know that like that kind of art space is right. dope and it's great to go there but you're there for you're there at a certain age you're there because of a certain economic status you're yeah. there because certain things are happening right which immediately changes the crowd yes you know and i think like a business the crowd is more diverse yes i think that's where my head is with this is that there is a diversification that you have happens in a business that you don't yeah. see in a community space. Well, I will have to say like your guys' shop was that space for me. 
oh. before COVID. And COVID fucked a lot of shit up. It did, yeah. You know, like not so much, like we just couldn't be around each other. And I think it lasted so long, eventually we were afraid to or got comfortable not being around you each know, other. I think that's the big one for me is that like, I, I tend towards introversion. Yeah. Where, and I mean, that's not 100% accurate. I just really get into my own shit. Right. I do lots of projects and lots of little yeah. things of my own. And uh, and I like them. And a lot of the things I'm doing, nobody else is going to give a shit about except me. Well, I totally understand right? that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you're, you're hammering away on your own yeah. stuff that no one thinks spending eight hours building a tiny little house. Right. Is worth it. Right. I do. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, I'll build a little house. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, and like now. Yeah. I just got really into it. I had like three years of being able to really invest in. Whatever you wanted to. being introverted is shit. Exactly. And now people are like, you should come hang out. And I'm like, should mm, I though? Should I? Well, not just that, but because it was your business, you know, before yeah. COVID, you are, you know, almost... There's a ton of people in your shop. I was one of them, mm-hmm. but I could be. So it was almost forced socialization on you. Well, we, and we did that on purpose. Like yeah. when we first opened the shop, the conversation we had was, what do you want that space to feel like? And right. I, and I said, um, I said to Sarah, because she actually asked that question. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd like it to feel like, a small town barbershop. Right. And it did. I called yeah. it sanctuary. Like, yeah. Cause you never, you never know, knew what you were walking into with the sure. conversation, but you knew there was enough diversity there that you would a back something you knew or learn something new or just whatever. You never knew. You I know, love that. I'm like, and sometimes positive. Yeah. And sometimes not. It, absolutely. You know, but it was, I, one of the things I always say is like, People talk a lot about community. Yeah. But when we say community... We don't mean positive, positive, Yeah, community positive. is everybody, even the people you don't like. Especially them. You know, and you have to not be afraid... Right. ...to disagree. Exactly. And you, mean, There's, that, there's that, a massive fear yeah. of disagreement today. And that, in a, in a community center, that's not encouraged. Like, that can't happen. Yeah. You know what, and what gets me to right now, and I understand that like we're in a place right now where cancel culture is taking a bit of a kick, right? Which I'm glad, yes, because the idea that you feel justified canceling, right? However, you want to define that, right? Another human being, yeah, I find that super bizarre and highly offensive isn't it against what you're hoping to do you know it's the whole thing about equality yeah about community all of that right it's like the reason that people struggle with equality is equality is all of us or none of us yeah right yeah. community is all of us or none of us right and as long as we're pushing people out and telling them they can't be a part of something you're, because we disagree with them. You're destroying your community. That is not community anymore, yeah. right? It's not equality. It's not, you know, and I mean, there, um, there's so much confusion about, like, I think a huge part of the issue is that people don't understand the difference between fact and opinion. Oh, I know. 
right? Not and anymore. It's like, like, when no. did that happen? Jesus. And I think like a lot of this shit would be different mm-hmm. if people didn't try to parade their opinions as fact. I know. <laughs> There's this thing going on in the library with this book. Yeah. And like one of the sources the book the book uses is Reddit. <laughs> and it's right? like, well, clearly that's a work of fiction. Exactly. It's not backed up by a medical journal. It's no. not backed up by yeah. any kind of science. Right. It's entirely an opinion piece. But also my opinion is don't ban that book. Oh, you don't know ban what? any book. Like, but know what you're reading. Or yeah. are choosing not to. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and understand that that book is at best an opinion piece. Absolutely. At is. best. Right. But is a work of fiction, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and but for me, though, I always take this back and like, and this is where I think people get lost in this shit. Right. Is like, I take it back to the idea of debate clubs. Right. Which you didn't find out what side of the argument you were going to be on yeah. until you were standing there. Yeah. So you had to understand the fullness of both sides exactly. of something in order to be in the debate. Yeah. And you had to be able to make those arguments better. Yes. Which means you had to have fact. Exactly. To back it up. Yeah. You know? Because you, and that was the thing about debate club. If you have facts, you don't, your emotions don't take you over. You just state the facts. That's right. Then there's no emotion needed. No, because it isn't about how you feel about it. Exactly. It's, it's about what you the know truth about of it. Yeah, what you know is true about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, I said this thing the other day that, like, I just don't understand why people don't, why people don't get this. Like, so I was just talking to somebody and said... What I can what I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt is that I can't think of a time in my life where I didn't understand my gender. Right. Where I didn't understand my sexuality, where I didn't understand right. a whole bunch of things about myself. Right. I knew that stuff as long as I can remember. Right. Right? Like, I knew I was a boy. Right. I knew that, like, I like, I like girls. I knew that. As long as I can remember, I knew that shit. Okay. So I have to assume mm-hmm. that every human being has that same understanding of themselves. Right. So why do you question it? If well, someone tells you, this is the way I was born, this right. is how I feel, based on my own personal experience, I got to go, absolutely. Because I knew that. Yeah. I understood it. I understood it young. Yeah. I knew who I was very young. Yes. And I, like, I, I didn't grow up questioning it because society didn't make me have to question it. Right. Because I was born in a way that is immediately acceptable. Where I, I grew up questioning not what I knew, but the social norms because I didn't fit into them. And that's the thing. And I think we need to realize There's that. There's a difference there. The, what, the reason that people are questioning themselves isn't because they don't know. It's because... It's because you don't know. Because you won't, you won't allow or you, you're exactly. questioning their knowledge of themselves. Exactly. Which is bullshit. Because just look at your own experience. Right. Did you have questions? Yeah. Right? Because the reason that this is a problem is be, not because these folks don't know themselves. Right. It's because we're telling them that who they are is wrong. Exactly. Right? Even though 
our own body of experience tells us no they're absolutely correct because you knew yeah so do they yeah trust that they know yeah and why are you even questioning it yeah, what the what fuck the does f- it do t- for you and, or against you and who put you in a place where you were like <laughs> in charge what of authority shit? are you yeah you know, like, you don't have a badge. No, You don't right. have a diploma on your wall. Right. And even if you do, fuck you. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? yeah. And where's your diploma from? Exactly. Right? Like, right. But you know what I mean, right? It's like, why do you think that you're the authority on this shit? Yes. And why do you think that anybody owes you? Right. An explanation. Are, like, if we're not fucking, right. you don't need to know where I stand on that. Exactly. You don't need to know what's in my pants. You yeah. don't need to know... Anything else about me? Yeah. We, we talk about this with tattoos as well. Right. It's like people are like, what does your tattoo mean? It means shut the fuck up. Yeah, it means like, do I fucking know you? <laughs> Why do you think that you get to ask me a personal question? Yeah. Why do you think you get access to my personal life and my yeah. personal feelings, my personal thoughts? Right. Why do you... Why do you presume... Yes. That just because I have something you can see... Right. That you're allowed to ask me about it. Right. That's fucking bullshit. Right? I think about that with pregnancy, too. Oh, I know. The way that people talk about pregnancy, you would never ask somebody that shit in polite conversation. And yet you would think people don't think twice about it. Right? Because we know what you're asking when you're like, are you trying to have kids right now? Not at the moment, but maybe in some, you know, like, you know fuck yeah, it's off. like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're having a lot of unprotected sex right yeah. now. We are hitting it a oh, lot, right? We are really trying, yes, because like when you ask somebody if they're trying to have a baby, right? That is a massive, That's massive life invasion. choice. Yeah, of, and you of, have no right to. Ask, you're walking what? up, going, "You guys fucking a lot, right? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. just change the phrasing because that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah." And you have no right to ask somebody. And why? That. Why do you care? Yeah, I, I have no idea. No, especially if you don't know these people. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like it's like people that uh, they're. So here's my new move. Everybody with a tattoo. Right. This is the move. When somebody walks up and touches you, because they want to get a better look at your tattoo. Oh, like grab your arm or Grab something? your arm and turn it to see your tattoo better. Or, or lift your shirt. Yeah, whatever. Ooh. Yeah, they lift up the sleeve of your shirt yeah. or whatever the yeah. fuck, right? When they do this to you, touch their face. <laughs> okay. Just immediately touch their face. Right, just grab them by the, like, just touch it. Mm-hmm. I've only managed to do it once. Right. And you just reach over and touch their face and they go, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you're doing? like, oh, I thought we were touching each other. <laughs> I yes. thought we were just touching each other. Isn't that what we're doing? Right. Oh, uh, you're no. allowed to touch me. Right. But I'm not allowed to touch you. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're like, fuck off. Like, ask. Dude. Ask. If you want to know about my tattoos, ask or if you about, can ask. Or how about don't even ask? Well, you know, I'm personally, I'm okay with it. Cause, you know, but that's... But... Get to know me for a second. Yeah. Yeah, like, don't just come up to me. Right? It's like, I'm curious about people's scars. I'm right. curious about people's, like, whatever. Right. If you have been near me, yeah, I have stared at you, right, in depth. Yes, I can draw a picture of you from my head, right. Trust, yeah, I have looked at you thoroughly, right. It's something I do. Yes, I do it to trees too, like right. So, you yeah, know, no, well, you it's have just a, something. You're right? a visual artist eye. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm I stare at people. I get it. Yeah, but I mean, I don't walk up and go. Sorry, I'm trying to memorize your clavicle. Could you just show that to me for a second? <laughs> No. 
Right? There's boundaries. Yeah. Bubbles. Yeah. Well, my thing is of age with consent. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. But don't leave kids out of it. People under age, just leave them out of it. And consent, you have to ask consent for every, even in theater. When you're running around doing stuff, before you interrupt or speak to somebody, I mean, this was new to me, which I, I thought, oh, this is fucking brilliant. The question is, may I? Yeah. Which is, yeah, okay, I know your intent. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. You ready? You ready to blow this up? Okay. Here it comes. All right. When somebody tells me they're a dog person. Right. One of the issues I have there mm-hmm. is that I think it speaks to consent. Okay. Cats are lessons in consent. You don't walk up and touch a cat. Oh, I know. Without its permission. Even if you live with that cat. Yeah. Because you don't own it. But you got a dog. Right. People think nothing about touching. Like some people will ask you. Yeah. If they can touch your dog. I almost guarantee you that person owns a cat. Yes. I was going to say I do. Right. I don't know your dog. That's the thing. Right. And like. I think when I meet some of them, they're like, oh, I hate cats. And it's like, you hate cats because they force you to have consent. It's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? It's right. like, that's why you hate cats. Yes. Because you feel like you should just be able to do whatever the fuck you right. like all the time. And the cat's like, hell no. Right. And if you do that, you get scratched the shit out of yeah, if they choose that they don't want that. It's an immediate repercussion. Absolutely. Painful. Yeah. Going like, for the eyes. And that's, of, yeah. And so when someone tells me... Not necessarily just a dog person. Right. But more when someone tells me they hate cats. Yeah. Those, those it's are, like, so right. you hate consent. Is that what you're saying? Right. You just feel like you should be able to do whatever you want without permission right. ever? <laughs> That's who you are? Right. Good to know. Good to know. It's like when somebody's rude to a server. Oh, uh, fuck them. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. I think anyone that is shitty to a server. Is a dick. Well, I honestly feel like we should have a special court. Right. Where we go, oh, hi, um, mm-hmm. you were rude to a server yesterday, so we're going to have you wait tables for three months. Yes. Because you need to understand how hard this job actually right? is. Right. People always refer to it as unskilled labor. Fuck, Fuck you. off. Yeah. If you've ever worked in a restaurant or you've ever worked in a bar or you've ever worked in any service, mm-hmm. you yeah. know that is an incredible amount of patience. Yes. An incredible amount of diplomacy. Right. And who's deciding this is unskilled? Politicians? Government workers? You know what? Okay. Yeah. You know, people that people, don't like cats. Right. People who don't like cats. And for my opinion, people who got their jobs because they knew somebody. <laughs> yeah. Or right? like, or they and have some um, of them were service workers. Well, and it's like, it shows a clear misunderstanding of what other people are doing. Well, and could you, like, I, I was just seeing my folks, and every time we went somewhere, didn't matter where it was, the grocery store or the hardware store, my dad, I noticed he would thank the people for being there for us. Yeah. He started doing that during COVID, but he's like, he continues it because he's like, could you imagine a world where we couldn't just go do this because there's not enough people? And yeah, we have a shortage. What if the mm-hmm. rest say fuck it? Right? Well, no, that's learning yeah. from your experiences, yeah. right? Like, there, Sarah used to do this thing when, because Sarah managed a restaurant on a commercial drive for a bunch of years. Yeah. And um, 
she would do this thing because parents will come in with their children Mm -hmm. and their kids will be, you know, they're like, tell them what you want. And the kid will order something. Yeah. And then the parent goes, what do you say? And the kid says, thank you. Right. And then the parent orders. And says, no, thank you. And doesn't say shit. And then Sarah would go, what do you say? Good for Sarah. You know, because it's like, look, man, don't ask people to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. Oh, absolutely. You have an understanding. Yeah, you try to teach your kids this, but yeah. they learn from watching you. And for some reason, you think that you are above that. Right. Right? Like, you think that you're above having to ask people for things. So what does that say about what you think about children? Right. Right? Much less your server. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your kid has to be grateful and thank you and thankful, but you don't? I think it's a whole, I'm paying for this. I'm paying for you, so you thank them because I've told you to. And I don't have to thank you because I'm going to give you money. And we take, money has taken a lot of humanity out of us. Oh, I agree. Yes, it's, we're exchanging goods and services for pieces of paper instead of more goods and services. You know, we're, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a long history of bullshit. Well, I mean, anybody that, like, hits you with class status, like, they think that their job... Yeah. Gives them importance. Right. When the reality of it is, mm-hmm. it goes back to equality. Yeah. You may have a different job than me. Right. You may make more money than me. But in the end, you're still just a person. Yes. You're still just doing the same shit I'm doing. Right. You're still just muddling through. You're still go, like yeah. worrying about what that bump on your knee is. Like, right. You know what I mean? We're and all going to end up in the same fucking space. That's the thing. And like... If you think that you're above other people based on what you do, right, then you need to you need to check in with yourself, right, right, because you are not. No, you're gonna get old, just like, you know, hopefully, like the rest of us. You might not. I don't know. Yeah. I know India has a caste system, but so do we. But there's a reason that a lot of young people are over here, and there's a reason a lot of people reject. Our system here as well. Yeah. People are coming from other countries to get away from that shit. And then the difference is, is uh, I mean, I don't agree with either, um, but at least they name it. Oh. You know what I mean? Like we're in fucking 100%. denial about it. I would way, I always say like I would way rather have somebody be an overt asshole. Right. Then, then hide it. Then hide it. Yeah, I because, want to know who you are right up front. And I just want to know where I'm standing. I don't want to know why. that you're like talking behind my back. Right. You know, like, I, like if you have something to say, say it. Yeah. Because then we can actually work on it. You then we what? can address it. Then we can do something And you and I it. are proof that two assholes can be friends. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> right? You know, and, like, I also, too, like, I like to joke around a lot. I flirt with people all the time. Right. I, you know, but I always check in. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I also understand that, like, I'm a big white guy. Right. I'm, I don't ever want to be... Taking that for granted. I want to make sure that people are like, hey, like, if you think I'm being inappropriate, please say so. Right. I will take no offense. Exactly. Because I'm just distracting myself and joking around. Right. And that is not anything important. That is not me. Yeah, that isn't something that should cause harm to it, other yeah, people. Yeah, I don't give a shit about no. it. I'm literally just joking around because it's the same. I don't love talking about the weather. Right. I don't. No. I no, because that's the most depressing shit. Yeah, around. like I don't yeah. want to talk about the weather. Yeah. I don't want to like talk, you know, yeah. all that kind of small talk shit. Yeah. If you start small talking me, right, I will make 
a sexual comment. <laughs> right. I will say something to you that's like uh-huh. weirdly inappropriate. Well, absolutely. Because, Spice it up. Because I can, yeah, because it's more interesting. Yeah. It's funny at least. Or, yeah. You know, it's like, so, but I always check in with people. Right. Because I'm like, hey, <laughs> you let me know. Yeah. Because I'm. Because I can be too much. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And also too, like, I don't know where you're at today. Yeah. No. I don't know what's going on. No. You got to like, if I'm, if I am joking around with you and you're like, yeah, not today. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. We're fine you, yesterday, but today's not the day. Oh, and you want to see somebody do a 180? Mm-hmm. Tell me that. Yeah. Because immediately I will flip and be like, what's going on? You okay? Yeah. Because I give a shit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I actually really do care. And one of the reasons I joke around as much as I do is because I actually do care. Right. And I think we, you know, most of us, most of us do, but they were afraid or for some reason to say shit. You know what? I think honestly it comes down to, uh, to that kind of class idea Yeah. where so many folks just say whatever they like Mm-hmm. And other people just let them go, right? Because of where they stand, right? And what are they worried about losing their status or friendships? You know, or there are some people that are not safe to say things to, and we know that, and we've yeah. been and we've been taught that over the years. And a lot of those people look like me, right? Where you can't actually say something to somebody that's in a position of power, right? Or that like is mean, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? or threatening or whatever. And I mean. We do have to be a bit cautious with each other, but we shouldn't be. Right. Right. We should feel safe to go. No. Yeah. Like you actually, I'm not interested in that. Like, don't don't joke around with me like that. That's not cool. Yeah. You know, because and when we do stand up, we'll find bad reactions. People hate a boundary. Yes. They hate like it feels like a fence to them. Well, it's so funny because boundaries are just, you know, people, I think they see it as cubes that we put them in we're making their world smaller yeah i i don't it's not it's just like don't go there with me you can't do that with me yeah but i think that opens up a lot of other things once you know a person's boundaries yeah yeah i mean and be, also too what they're doing is they're saying hey like not not with me yeah they're not mean, telling you no i'm not saying that you can't you know you do whatever you like want. when you when we're not hanging out but, but right now not with me yeah it's that whole uh i don't know why i love this so much but jim gaffigan said this thing about about jesus right when he worked as a carpenter yeah and like having jesus go you know i'm the lamb of god mm-hmm. and he's like that may be so, Jesus, but right now you're building a shed. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like you could, you know. Yeah. It's like, this is not the time to tell me about that. No. This is the time to build a shed. Right? Especially if I'm paying you. No. Yeah. It's, and it's okay to <laughs> but, say that. But then you say thank you, Jesus. Sure. For building the shed. I mean, when he's done the shed. When he's done the shed. If yes. he did it well. Right. Yeah. I mean, you you know, you got to look for redundancies and make sure that the shed's been built right? properly. Because maybe he was just, you know, thinking I mean, about being the lamb. if anybody was distracted. Oh, would it be Jesus? I mean, you know. You know, he did have other things going on from what, well, from what I've read. I don't want to talk a whole bunch of shit. No. Again, a fiction book, right? Are there any structures left that Jesus built? I don't know. No. I know. I feel like we would know if there were. You'd think so. So well, was he a good carpenter? Right. When did he stop working as a carpenter? Well, I mean, he didn't. Like, when did his apprenticeship start? 
all, so many questions. Right, because you really, I mean, as somebody who is licensed, you know, you really get into your groove and know what the fuck you do. By the time, but he was dead at that yeah. time. Like, I find it so odd. Right, I think he built a birdhouse or two. Well, he, right? I mean, there are there is talk that Jesus was a carpenter, but I see no evidence. Right. No one discusses his abilities at carpentry. Right. And I know, like we don't see this is John was a fisherman. Right. Okay. Okay, there won't be evidence of that. Like I mean, you're you know, you're catching fish, they're going yeah, people eat them or whatever, people, right? Yeah, yeah. But Jesus was building things. Right. But what? But what? What? What did he leave behind? It's not like there isn't wood. But, but what did he leave behind? Uh, this well, whole thing called Christianity? Well, he didn't leave that behind. Well, that was built after he it's died. It's true. It's true. There's a guy that had a good idea. That That's the other thing. Watch your good ideas being overtaken by other people and fucked oh up. God. Yeah. It's so crazy. Right. Like. And I know people get mad when I say the Bible's fiction, but you know what? So is Dune, and I love that book, and I've learned a lot about it. You, know, you can learn shit from fiction books. Okay. I was talking to somebody that, based on Based on true ideas. <laughs> I was talking to somebody that, that, like, was kind of fronting with me where they were acting cool. Right. And their way of acting cool with me was going, oh, I never read fiction. I would never read fiction. Why not? And I was just like, so, you want to always you, be in this world? <laughs> you don't think that Orwell's work is right worth reading? Yeah, A Tale of Two Cities. Like when we talk about the great books, right? All of them are fiction. Yeah, like if you want to talk about the great books, just look at the Florida ban list. There's some fucking amazing books. I think all of them are actually mm-hmm. right. Most of them are fiction. Yeah, but they have great lessons and understandings and yeah. exactly. And it's like. The greatest books written, mm-hmm. the acknowledged greatest book yeah. books written are all fiction. Yes. You don't see a single book on anyone's top whatever list. Right. That's, uh, yeah. that's a nonfiction. Right. Somebody will be like, unless it's a nonfiction list. But I mean, like, yeah, you know, you we've all read some great biographies. We've yeah. all read some great history books. We like. I go off about the secret history of the Mongol Empire all the mm-hmm. time. Like the secret, it was fantastic. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, you can read you know? both. And the reason I like it, and you should read both. Yes, because the more of both that you read, the more you understand the other one. Yes, right, because the ideas and concepts in fiction come from reality. Exactly. Right, and move things forward. And yes. If we're not doing that, like. I don't know. Read both. Yeah. I remember being a kid and my, like me, even now, my favorite thing is science fiction. I love science fiction. Right? And I was, you know, in the 80s and stuff, teachers frowned upon it. Yeah. Because it was, you know, I also read comic books. The same kind of idea. Totally. Still do. Um, but I mean, you look at fiction or science fiction in the last 30, 40 years and you're like, holy shit, a lot of this is science fact now. Well, and so I mean, a lot of, it's one of those things where if you're going to write something, mm-hmm. your understanding of it should be pretty solid. It has to be. Or it's going to sound fake and yeah. it's not going to be believable. Right. And so, I mean, the research that goes into writing science fiction. Is a lot. It has to be. Yeah. Because if it isn't, people are going to be like. Well, especially now when people have nothing better to do than pick apart the world's. Like yeah. a Frank Herbert or Tolkien or, you know what I mean? like Talk to any Star Trek fan. Oh, yes. They're, they're 
rabid about it. Yes. And that, you know, but so you have to have these worlds built. Yeah. Solid. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.